everyone! Welcome to Writing Easy, the podcast that takes the act of writing, which can sometimes be not easy, and tries to make it less not easy. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. Like halfway through that intro, my brain just went, wait, is that what we do? And so I love when that happens. <laughs> is this the thing we do? <laughs> it's a thing we do. Um, brains are funny. So uh, this week, we are going to talk about names. Naming things, naming people, naming our books, naming our characters. This is something I really love to do. And it's it, naming your characters is important because it really gives the vibe of the of the piece. It really helps a lot. Yeah, I I was thinking about this because I'm in the middle of plotting and brainstorming and world building. And so I find that often when I start outlining and I'm building a plot, I'm like, okay, this one thing happens. And that means I've suddenly just created five new characters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and I start calling them random things. I'm like, oh, this one's the, the shopkeeper and this one's the lawyer and this one's, and it gets so confusing to try and keep the plot straight that eventually I have to stop and I have to be like, let's just figure out some names <laughs> so that I let's can move forward people. and keep track of who's where and doing what. But then I had this like three hour session where I was just, doing nothing but creating names for characters and places. And I'm like, whoa, we should spend more time talking about how you create names and how do you know if it's the right name and do you use placeholders or not? So I'm curious to know what your process is and to talk a little bit about what I've been doing. Yeah, this is great. I love, I find names to be really important, uh, especially for a character, you know, obviously like an extra or something like that, whatever. But for my characters, I really give them a name pretty quickly because that kind of helps me visualize them, helps me get an idea of who they are. You know, I, I, I imagine a Derek different than a Wayne, different than a Roger. You know, those are different people in my head. And so I like to name people pretty much right away um, so that I can, you know, just help me visualize them. Yeah, I kind of move into it backwards, especially for my main characters because I'm a visual person, I will often scroll through images on, you know, Facebook and social media and Pinterest and all of those types of tools to find things that represent the tone and the style and the person that I'm picturing in my head. Mm -hmm. And as that image starts to come together, it does sort of lend me to a direction for a name. I'm like, oh, this person sounds like they're going to have a very eccentric name or they're going to have a very emo name or they're going to have mm -hmm. uh, a very sort of uh, futuristic sounding name. I mean, it also depends on the world and the setting and what kind of yeah. project you're working on. But I do allow that visual to help guide me to a specific type of name. It's definitely part of the puzzle. A big piece of developing who your character is when you're figuring out all the different things about them. The name... You know, names are have a have a vibe to them. They have a a a some some baggage and some information that comes with them, which is why we like names or not like names, and why when we're naming children, we pick them very carefully. It takes a lot of time because a name says something. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I know some parents will have three or four names that they really like that they're they're saying, oh, well, I want to wait till the child is born and kind of see which one's the right one. And some cultures and religions you don't name the baby right away right you, mm -hmm. you wait three days or seven days um so yeah that's that's interesting and i ne hadn't really thought about that 
But I don't have kids, so that's why. (laughs) I think if I had waited to name my my kids, it'd be like, they would both be like, go to sleep and please sleep. You know, that would be their names. (laughs) It'd be like noisy little pain in the butt. You know, that that would be their name. So I I think it's probably good that I didn't do that tradition particularly. Um, But yeah, it, it defines you. You know, every time you meet someone with that name, that sort of creates that image in your head and it resonates which is interesting because then when you're writing the book you have an idea of what a steve is like but will your readers have that same idea of a steve hard to say yeah i like playing with expectations based on the name that i give a character and how like i like those contradictions so for example i will often use gender gendered names in different ways so i love a character that goes by joey but her full name is josephine like dawson's creek shout out there or or a sam for samantha or a jesse for jessica instead of jess right Mm -hmm. like i like being able because it says something about the character and who they are and how they show up in the world like what is the nickname that they've taken on or been given or how do they modify their name if they're the kind of person that doesn't like that and does it say something about their character that they're more rebellious or they're more free-spirited or did they change their name yeah yeah nicknames are great because you can really uh just add a lot of flavor to that that's a lot of spice when you've got some some more uh you know huck finn like dude huck huckleberry are you kidding me huckleberry like there's so much that's so rich you know you can really have fun with it and that tells you a lot about it just it's just an extra spice to play with. I really like it. So do you use any do you look at meanings of names when you're naming your characters? Sometimes I usually go more with the vibe, but sometimes I'll pick one. I just have, you have to be really careful, right? Cuz you can get very tropey with that really fast. Um, you know, you have a character named Cassandra, you know, okay, well, you you've got all the other stuff that comes with it about are you going to use it when people believe her or not? Is that a thing like as soon as people hear that, that's what they're going to think. And so you have to understand that. So I'm careful with it sometimes every once in a while, but I, I feel like it might get a little precious to me. Yeah, I I do it. I do it a lot, but often the meanings aren't obvious. So it's less yeah. tropey and more or like, you know, a, a mythical or goddess or something like that. That's more obvious. Mm-hmm. Um and it tends to end up being something where like I'm already sort of gravitating to certain names or the sounds of certain names. And then I'll look it up in my book and it'll say leader <laughs> or yeah. star or something like that. That is a theme to the role that they're playing in the story. And I'm like, cool. That's definitely the one that I want. I will use it to help me narrow it down mm-hmm. a list of names if I'm stuck between several, because I do like that theme running through the character as well and then it's kind of an easter egg if somebody catches on yeah that is nice i also since i write uh fantasy sometimes the name i choose isn't an actual name that's used in our world you know so then it's it becomes more of a sound sort of thing uh you know what's the rhythm and sound of this name that i want it to be and that's where you end up can you know you can have some fun with that just like saying the things out loud like okay none of these are words okay none of <laughs> you just gotta end up throwing syllables together until you end up with some sort of 
some sort of name that sounds like what you want the world to sound like. So what other what, tools do you use to think about or come up with new names, especially if you're using names that aren't sort of traditional? There are a lot of uh, name generators out on the internet. Um, and I will use those and then probably tweak them. Uh, again, just to kind of give me something to work with. I, I, an empty an empty page, blank slate, doesn't is kind of hard for me to start with. So I'll do like a random name generator. Um and it'll say, oh, here's some fantasy names. I'm like, mm, okay, I'll take this, but I'm going to take the beginning of that and the end of this and flip it around. And, you know, there's always the same, especially for fantasy names. You, it needs to be pronounceable. It needs to be something that people, because a lot of times when people read, they sort of say it out loud in their head. Not everybody, but they kind of talk it through in their head. And so if it's like all consonants or like people just like, could it? You know, they can't, it stops them every time. So it has to be something that kind of is is speakable. So I'll say it out loud a couple times or I'll read it to myself a couple times. Um, it has to be something I know how to spell. <laughs> That's another criteria. Because <laughs> I've done that where I, I had a character and then I misspelled their name. I just, I didn't spell their name consistently throughout. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, okay, well, this is a problem. We got to change that. <laughs> That has happened to me. <laughs> oh, and one other resource. Uh, there's a book, my favorite naming book, because there's baby naming books and things like that. The problem with yeah. those is that they are generally alphabetical, which seems to me the last thing you'd use to pick a, a name by. Like, the let like I've always wanted someone whose name starts with J. Like, what does that mean? Although I do have something about that in a second. Um, so there's a book called The Baby Name Wizard. Where and this thing's great because not only does she give you um, different names and their popularities and some uh, meanings and things like that, she'll give you siblings. So she'll say like, "Oh, uh, the name Edward. Well, you know, these are some other names that go with it." And Charles, which is interesting because my kids are Eddie and Charlie, um, <laughs> which is why they came up. But you know, it'll give you here are related male and female names that kind of are in the same vibe. And then at the end, she's got her name families, where it's like, here are, like, just all kinds of things. Here are uh, old-fashioned names. Here are mid-century names. Here are African-American names. Here are Italian or, or romantic-sounding names. Here are uh, place names. Here are, like, just all these different families of names. And so it's great to just kind of open up and, and just have a couple to go by. It really get you started. So I, I highly recommend that book as a... A is like if you're naming your kid, it's really nice. But also as a writer, it's a good one. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. I will have to check it out. I do use the, I have the, like a big book that I got at a garage sale that's like a thousand baby names or a hundred thousand. <laughs> like it's obsessive. Um, but I do like the letters, like the alphabetical, because there are times when I realize I'm drifting towards certain names and then I'm like, man, I have three characters whose names start with M. Or I'm starting yes. to look for diversity of names. And that's where I'm like, oh, it sounds like I want a name that starts with, I, I will say that, I want a name that starts with a J or with a Y. Mm -hmm. And then I can start to peruse that section. That usually happens more for my secondary characters, my supporting characters, or random folks that I need to identify as other than nurse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> 
that is one important thing that I, at least for me, is make sure that your characters, at least the main characters, have different initial letters. Because I I know for, I do this when I read, that they kind of turn into capital letter blah, 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 in my head. I sort of just shorthand them when I read them. And so if they, if you have two characters with the same initial, I get them mixed up. Um, I know this happened in Wrinkle in Time, and now I'm blanking on the character names. Uh, it, was, it was Cal and and Charles. That's what it is, right? Calvin and Charles. And I would constantly be like, wait, what? What's happening? Oh, that's other guy. I, because they both started with C, and I just, it's just kind of the shorthand yeah. my brain did. So I recommend always make sure your, especially your main characters, have different initial letters because sometimes people read like me. <laughs> and I think even the sound, like you were mentioning before, the sound and the cadence and how it mm-hmm. flows when you say it. I find sometimes I'll drift towards certain syllables or sounds at the start or end of a name. So I'll end up with Annie, Jamie, Stacy, mm-hmm. <laughs> Callie. And I'm like, why do I all end with this like IE sound? So I have to be very aware. And sometimes I won't notice it until I create a spreadsheet or a list of like, who are my characters? And I'm like, oh, I keep using these yeah. different endings of names too, or they're all one syllable or two syllables. Maybe we should have some longer ones or sh- some shorter ones. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a like a fifth grade class in the eighties. You know, like they're all right? the same. <laughs> and there's got Landon, three Brandon, Michaels and, and the, yeah. Well, this is Michelle A, and this is Michelle C, and yeah, yep. absolutely. I remember that. Jen, Jenny, Jennifer. Right. So the other resource that I use, I have the Writer's Digest character naming source book or something similar to that. Mm-hmm. And I had mixed reactions to it. I use it every once in a while. It is all divided by ethnicity. And hmm. so it has been helpful if I'm trying to break away from Americanized or English names. Mm-hmm. And that is something that often I will default to. And then I have to go, ooh, Am I doing that too much? Is this too mm-hmm. more too broad? Sometimes if I'm doing fantasy or supernatural or something that is just going to have a lot of random names in it, I look at ethnicity and I look at cultural names and say like, oh, well, what are patterns of these German yeah. names? Or what are patterns of, of these North African names that I can use or bottle or, or borrow or model from? Mm-hmm. Another site I use a lot is behindthename.com. They're really good. Um, they have a couple random name generators, but they also have uh, lists of names. Uh, you know, they're, they're alphabetical and stuff like that, but there's a couple other features that I really like. Uh, one of which is for their... And they have, they have first names and they have surnames as well. So it's great to find like, oh, I need a bunch yes. of Italian surnames. Here we go. Boom, which is really nice. But for their first names, they'll do a... You can do a search. And if you go into the advanced search, you can search on different tags that people have tagged the names on. Um, and you can do a random order search, which is also really nice because there's nothing worse than like, okay, well, here are all the A's. <laughs> okay, well, mm-hmm. I want to, you know, let's scroll for A's and the B's. And the, I just do random and then you just get a bunch of different things and you can do by, they've got these different sliders of like, is it, but I can't remember, like, is it uh, formal? Is it casual? Is it modern? Is it old fashioned? Is it, you know, snobby? Is it, Com- you know, poor or common, you know, whatever the things are. Um, and not everything's tagged. You know, I think in time that'll get more and more useful. But I find that to be a really handy place to go looking for names. 
I can't remember if that's the one. I've looked for surnames on a couple of different websites. And there's one website where it'll actually tell you like the frequency of that surname mm. and like what countries it's popular in and how um, how present it is, which I found really interesting too, because there are just a, a ton of surnames that are super popular and have millions of people <laughs> with that name. Mm -hmm. And then there's other ones that are much more smaller uh, that never get used. And I'm like, oh, I want something different. I don't want to use the the five names that are really popular in uh, in America. Mascari. You can use Mascari. I, I give you permission. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> oh, the other thing I'll do is I'll have a name pool. So while I'm writing, uh, it's one of the things I set up beforehand. So I have all my main character names, and then I'll just have like a name pool of like, here are some names that kind of fit in the either the time period or the world or whatever. So that as I'm writing and I come up with someone, I can just go in there, pull a name from the pool and slap it in. Uh, so I don't have to stop what I'm doing and name this person. I don't have to just name them Bubba as a placeholder every time. So I find that kind of handy. That's a trick actually from uh, Dungeons and Dragons. You have to have a name pool because, you know, an NPC comes up and they're like, what's his name? And you're like, oh, crap, uh, this is a uh, Jared. <laughs> That's who this is. Uh. I'm like, that is amazing that is brilliant i am doing that mm -hmm. right now i'm just that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> it's nice on. and it's it's one of those good activities too for when you have like no brain you know sometimes that happens you go sit down to write and your brain's just like Meh. like it's just not giving you anything and say okay you know what i'm gonna do today i'm gonna do my name pool i'm gonna do some work and and just come up with a big pile of names and uh yeah it's really handy i just have a page in my notebook of, of names and it's great to pull from that will prevent me from often what happens is I run into a situation where I need a name and I just start mm -hmm. scanning my environment for names. <laughs> <laughs> so I've used certain names a ton as like filler. They end up, I end up having to change them, but it's because that's what's on my bookshelf and I keep seeing that name over well, see, and I'll, over. Yeah. And I'm like, I was I just thinking think. you'd be like, here is this lovely romance between Sony and Chexia. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, does that say arm and hammer? Yeah, like let's just use yeah. a hammer. <laughs> That'll work. I'm that's me. Yeah. And the other nice thing is it stops you keeps you from like going off and then spending the rest of the day doing that. You know, you're like, oh I gotta find a name for this person. Let's go. And you know, uh, I gotta find yeah. just the right one. And then you totally lose all your momentum. That is yep. a constant struggle for me. I love that. Uh, that's such a great idea. Stealing it. Given freely, cannot steal. <laughs> the last thing that I think you should always do when you name something is Google search that name just by itself uh, to make sure that it is not uh, the name of something. You know, it's not like a bad word. <laughs> it's not like the name of some famous mass murderer. You're like, oh, crap, you know, or, you know, oh, wait, actually, that's, you know, someone I know. I didn't realize it. You know, just do a Google search on the name to make sure that you that it's okay and it doesn't mean something in a you know rude in another language or something i don't know yeah that's it actually is important and i know people are worried about using names of other fictional characters and i you do have to be careful about that i've had some screenwriters tell me well it doesn't matter because the studio is going to change all the names anyway or legal is going to make you change the names and i don't yeah. know how true that is but i do think they are watching for any kind of red flags as well so um, especially with those side characters, they're going to look for 
Yeah, it gets in your subconscious. You don't realize it. You know, you don't you don't think you're just like, oh, I just need this sounds good. And you're like, oh, the reason it sounds good is because it's from this <laughs> other thing. That's why. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a good thing to, to be careful of. Or like the one time I wasn't thinking I'm writing and I had a butler and I decided to name the butler Gerard. I'm like, wait. That's yeah. not right. That sounds like one of my characters. <laughs> yeah, Gerard Butler. Like, wait, no, that's a guy. <laughs> so, yeah, and then uh, at the, in the story, he ended up kicking this guy in a hole. It was kind of weird. I don't know. Anyway, so I think that's, we've bloviated enough about names. Um, yeah. Love to hear other sources people have. Names are, they're really important and really fun. It's a good way to kind of set things up and get you going. I find it a very exciting step to do at the beginning of a new project. I agree. Get to know your new friends. <laughs> Name them. <laughs> yeah. Well, great. I think we'll wrap up this one for today. Um, remind you all that don't forget, writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.